Hey everyone, welcome to Spin Radio, digital marketing insights for marketing directors. Spin Radio is brought to you by SpinWeb. Uh, we're a digital agency on the web, spinweb.net. I'm Michael Reynolds. And I'm Allison Gibbs. Hey, you sound very chipper. Oh, thank you. You said you were nursing a headache, so I was expecting, uh, what do you call it, tiny baby? Tiny baby. <laughs> <laughs> tiny baby, whiny Allison. But you uh, you sound very uh, very chipper, so thanks for turning it on. Of course. Anything <laughs> for the Spin Radio listeners. Appreciate that. Uh, so we've got a great show for you today. Uh, we've got uh, a few things. We're going to talk about AMP and SEO, AMP being accelerated mobile pages, and a quick discussion on kind of what it means and uh, if it's if it's worthwhile or not. Uh, we also have uh, some podcasting, uh, not really news, but just kind of a thing you can do to get your podcast found on Google, something Google is allowing in their uh, their markup. So uh, it wouldn't be a show these days without talking about podcasting, would it? It sure wouldn't. Because, you know, I kind of like podcasting. And, I didn't know that about you. Well, you know, it's a little known fact about me. I'm, I'm a fan of podcasting. And then finally, a little bit of discussion on if Facebook is killing LinkedIn and why we might be saying that. Um, but first, we actually have a special offer for our listeners. Uh, we actually have, uh, who is it? Deposit Fix. We talked about Deposit Fix last week, didn't we? A couple weeks ago. I don't think it was last ago. week. Yeah, so that was the HubSpot integration that now allows you to accept payments through HubSpot. Through HubSpot Forms. Yes. Yeah, very cool stuff. So let's start with a special offer. Okay. Boom. So Deposit Fix, uh, Dennis actually from Deposit Fix reached out to us uh, a couple days ago, I believe. Uh, apparently, he listened to our podcast episode and reached out and said, hey, we'd like to offer a special offer to your listeners. So we said, yay, we like special offers and our listeners like free stuff. So, uh, well, everybody likes free stuff, to be fair. Yes. I'm, so I'm guessing our listeners by default would also. So uh, to recap, Deposit Fix is the app that lets you, that integrates with HubSpot and allows you to take payments via HubSpot form. So in the past, you couldn't do this, uh, but now it opens up a whole world of possibilities for like nonprofits, for example. Uh, you can take donations on HubSpot Forms. Uh, you can do gated content with paid uh, paid forms. So, for example, if you're selling webinars or selling content, uh, you can take payments for those form submissions. So it's a really, I would say it's a game changer to drop a buzzword for you. Also. <laughs> uh, I'd say it's kind of a game changer for HubSpot. And uh, again, Dennis from Deposit Fix reached out. They're offering a special offer to our listeners. Uh, so normally they offer a, what is it, a 15-day trial, I believe, uh, of the service, and now they're offering a 60-day trial, uh, so four times the trial. Uh, is that right? Four times the trial? Yes. Yes. Uh, to our listeners, <laughs> and to get the offer, uh, you simply sign up at depositfix.com uh, and then send an email to support at depositfix.com and mention the 60-day trial from SpinWeb, and they'll activate your 60-day trial. So you can try it for two months free, which is phenomenal. I mean, that should be plenty of time to to give it a whirl, I would say. So again, uh, sign up at depositfix.com if you want to try uh, online payments through your HubSpot forms, and they'll give you 60 days to try it, which is uh, four times longer than the the average peasant gets, uh, which is their 15-day <laughs> trial. <laughs> and again, just sign up, email support at depositfix.com, and mention SpinWeb's 60-day trial, and uh, they'll hook you up. Thanks, guys. We appreciate that. Thanks yeah. for being a listener, and uh, I know a lot of our listeners are going to take advantage of that. So... Uh, with that, the topics for today. So a little bit about AMP. I saw something uh, come by from the Relevance uh, blog, and it was talking about AMP and the benefits of AMP. AMP stands for Accelerated Mobile Pages. And uh, we've talked about this a little bit in the past. And so to recap, AMP is, you probably know more about this structurally than I do, Allison, but it's a way to structure your pages on your site 
so that Google serves up a very lightweight, kind of fast, um, kind of watered-down version, uh, so to speak, of a page, so it renders very quickly on mobile. Is that kind of a, a fair assessment? Yeah, that's the gist of it. I didn't quite get it right. You're, no, that's you're, okay. You give me a, a strange look. There's more to it. I... <laughs> no, there's just a lot more to it, but I don't think more it's... More to it? Yeah, I, I mean, from a technical perspective, but I don't think that we need to dive into that. Okay, okay. I think that was a good... Good representation. A good layman's explanation yeah, of yeah, AMP. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so uh, basically the the consensus seems to be that if you are using AMP, uh, if you are basically activating AMP on some of your website pages, you will likely get higher SEO rankings or at least some SEO boost or SEO consideration where you wouldn't otherwise get that. Is that fair to say? Yes, that is fair so, to say. So, uh, so basically, the gist of it is using AMP is probably a good thing in many cases. And it's a way to, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's a way to structure the code on the site to serve up a certain version for Google on mobile, mm-hmm. basically. Yes. And something also allows uh, these pages to show up in the carousel search results. Is that true? Yes. For Google News? Yeah. So, so that, that can be useful. Yeah. So when the user, uh, when they're searching specifically on mobile, um, if, you've, if you've got your, the, the page specifically is set to AMP. Um, then you essentially, you can show up, you have the opportunity to show up in that news carousel that shows up right at the very top. Gotcha. But here's the thing about AMP. The whole point of AMP is to basically kind of counteract the fact that most websites are slow. Is that fair to say? Yes. <laughs> Specifically, I mean, I would I would go out to say co- most content management systems. Yeah, most CMSs are kind of slow. And They're so slow. AMP is a way to kind of get around that. And so we've talked about this a little bit in the past. I know you and I have, Allison, and mm-hmm. our developers have as well. But is AMP really necessary if your CMS is fast enough? Well, I think it depends on what all, the end goal is. If the end goal is to make a really fast website, then I think that as long as the site is loading quickly, then I think it's okay. If your goal is to get into that carousel, then I think you need to play the game with Google. That's fair. But I think the the whole point... First of all, Google rewards fast sites. Google rewards speed. And so everything that Google does is to reward sites that serve the end user and speed serves the end user. And so, like you said, aside from the carousel issue, um, we've seen that faster sites tend to get better search results. I mean, that's a better experience for the user. So it'd be interesting to kind of uh, measure the data and see if your CMS is fast enough, um, is AMP necessary if, for example, our CMS, you know, serves up pages in less than what, like two milliseconds or something, mm-hmm. really so, fast. Yeah, really fast. So <laughs> it's it's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> so uh, I think we're going to keep an eye on that and kind of see how speed plays a part with and without AMP. But the whole point of AMP is to is to serve the end user with speed. So just something to think about. If your CMS is slow, AMP is probably a good idea to implement on your pages. Uh, if your CMS is fast, uh, maybe not. So we'll we'll keep an eye on that. And how would one know if their CMS is slow or fast? Uh, there's plenty of tools out there. Uh, Pingdom has a tool. Um, it's at tools.pingdom.com, I believe. Uh, there's lots of other tools out there that developers probably could could share. So, uh, do you know any tools you like? Well, the Google PageSpeed. Oh yeah, Google PageSpeed. Yeah. yeah, so you can take a look at that one. That one's probably just the most at the most fundamental level. Yeah. You'll be able to get a lot of information, and they may the, some of the results may not make much sense to you. So take it to whomever your website partner is and and ask them for their advice, and they may come back and say some of this stuff is a limitation of the system. Mm-hmm. And then that can give you a better picture as to whether or not you need to implement that. Yeah. There's a lot of old clunky CMSs out there. So, you know, they're probably going to be needing to update their systems. <laughs> I mean, I think so, but I'm also kind of surprised that we haven't seen it happen so far. Yeah. So, but we'll see. 
So next on my list, uh, a little bit about podcasting. So uh, Google has, uh, I'm not sure when this was released. I'm kind of looking for a date here, but uh, Google has some documentation on their uh, search document, on developer search documentation uh, that tells you how to enable your podcast to appear in Google search results along with individual episode descriptions and an embedded player for each, which is, that's pretty cool. So uh, it applies to searches in the Google search app 6.5 or higher, uh, or Android devices are on uh, Google Home as well. And so it's interesting because Google is basically telling people, hey, we're betting on podcasting. We know podcasting is becoming more and more popular. Podcasting is basically becoming mainstream. I mean, this is this is just one more indication that podcasting is becoming as mainstream as blogging is now. I mean, there were, you know, many, many years ago, blogging was like, oh, you know, blogging, that's kind of a new and shiny thing. And people that are blogging are kind of cutting edge. And now it's kind of a default. You need to be blogging to be competitive in content marketing. But podcasting is still kind of on the cusp of that new and shiny-ish trend upward. And this is an indication that Google is recognizing that podcasting is, is becoming mainstream. So uh, they have some documentation we've linked to in the show notes, but there's a way you can structure your markup on your website, uh, on your podcast section specifically, to allow Google to index it well and show individual podcast episodes in search results. So SEO for podcasting is going to become uh, more and more relevant over time. So I thought that was interesting. So again, we linked to the documentation there. All right, finally, I'm going to uh, pull up a little bit of info here I saw come across my radar on Facebook and how it is going to kill LinkedIn. Now, that sounds very dramatic. Poor LinkedIn. I know. I know. Poor LinkedIn. The, that was the, a very dramatic The title. beleaguered LinkedIn. <laughs> Here's the thing. I like LinkedIn a lot, but I think the writing's on the wall when it comes to Facebook versus LinkedIn. And, and this is actually uh, from an article on Medium. Uh, from, um, I believe it's uh, from an author from Startup Grind. And his article basically goes into detail about all of the reasons why he feels that Facebook is going to overtake and, and kill off LinkedIn. And it's a good read. I'd, I'd encourage you to take a look at the read in the show notes we linked out to it. But it, it prompts some discussion, which I kind of agree with. And what, what I've been seeing more and more is that LinkedIn is... You said it yourself earlier, Allison. It's kind of set itself up to be this stuffy professional network, right? It is, yes. So how often do you log into LinkedIn? When somebody sends me a notification. (laughs) (laughs) When you get some request or something, right? Yes. And how often do you log into Facebook? Oh, like several times a day. Yeah, every day. Yeah. Multiple times a day. So the problem here is is twofold. First of all, the problem is people log into Facebook because it's just more fun and it's, it's very social and naturally frictionless. And LinkedIn is basically all business, and we're kind of not interested in hanging out in this business network all the time. And two, Facebook is adding more and more business features as we go. And so, for example, on Facebook, a lot of people are using Facebook like they used to use LinkedIn. They're using Facebook to connect with uh, companies they're doing you know, job interviews with and find out more about the companies. They're doing connection requests for networking. They're uh, joining business groups for common interests. They're using Facebook advertising for B2B and reaching uh, potential customers. A lot of things that people used to go to LinkedIn for, people are using Facebook for more and more. And what that means is the momentum is so favorable to Facebook. And it, it's so, it, it basically LinkedIn is is not able to keep up when it comes to the features and just the frictionless nature of people's inclination to use the network. So 
I kind of agree. I, I'm not sure. I don't think LinkedIn's going to go away necessarily, but in our testing, we've got clients that we've done lots of social advertising for. And for the most part, when we run campaigns on Facebook and LinkedIn, I would say lately, a hundred percent of the time, uh, we are getting, we are into, we're dropping the LinkedIn campaigns in favor of Facebook because we get better results on Facebook by a dramatic margin. So again, B2B or B2C, it doesn't really matter. Facebook has tools for both when it comes to social advertising. And Facebook is also releasing more uh, business-friendly features for things like recruiting and just general business communication. So it's just kind of one more indication that at least I personally bet on Facebook as the social network that is the most relevant to invest your time and money in when it comes to digital marketing. That's my, I feel like it was a long soapbox. That's okay. But maybe it's time for me to do my test that I've always wanted to do where I treat my LinkedIn profile like I treat my Facebook page. Start, I think you should. Start posting p- funny videos. Post and memes and stuff. The memes and that I like to, you know. Talk I about like politics. A, I love and- a good, okay, I probably won't talk about politics. <laughs> I think you should. Why Facebook. not? Uh, maybe. We'll see. Maybe <laughs> maybe current events with Allison should yeah, make an appearance on LinkedIn. Sometimes I like to give my thoughts on current events. You know, events. I think I saw a talk on uh, at Inbound from HubSpot one time a couple of years ago maybe and someone was talking about LinkedIn and they did talk about that when people use LinkedIn as a, as a social network as opposed to a business network, they get the most engagement. So I think you should. Just start doing it. Just okay. log into LinkedIn every day and just have fun. Just I'm goof post off. All the gifts. Go for it. Yeah. Number one's going to be that that man <laughs> with the pumpkin head dancing because I'm so excited that Halloween's around the corner. Oh, that guy's creepy. I love it. Oh, you know, it's so like creepy. the one where he's dancing. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah, the creepy guy. It's funny. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> I've seen it. Yeah. It's... So I, anyway, I, um... the the image that's in this post, by the way, I cannot stop laughing at over here. The one where it says world population. Oh. And it's got yeah. Facebook number one. China, number two, yeah. India, number three, then YouTube. But then Club Penguin is on there. What's Club Penguin? It's like this kid app or this, this like game, like the kid game site. See, Nathan's laughing over there, too. Do you know what Club Penguin is? It's I've never heard of Club Penguin. Yeah, it's like a Disney Channel like thing for kids. You you might know it when you like it's a little bit older. But <laughs> really? anyways, okay. yeah, and I cannot stop. I've been literally laughing over here for the last like five minutes while Michael's been talking about this because it's so funny. Club Penguin. Would I've you have never ever heard of thought? Club Penguin. Yes. <laughs> exactly. You've never even heard of it. Like That's I would have funny. never put that up there. <laughs> that is funny. Okay. It's, it's above okay. Instagram and LinkedIn and Twitter. All right. Well, go Club Penguin. Crazy. But Club Facebook Penguin. is number one. So yes, Facebook basi- is number one. Basically, Facebook is um, is the new TV when it comes to advertising. I mean, it used to be you would run TV commercials as your default form of advertising for your business. And, and it re- you could reach a whole bunch of people because it's a national network or whatever if you're using... Uh, TV networks, and now it's Facebook. I mean, you can reach people with much greater accuracy on Facebook, whether it's B2B or B2C, and I mean, it's massive. I mean, that's where your your dollars need to be spent when it comes to advertising. I've been saying that for a while, though. <laughs> Told you so. I've never heard you say that, though. Never. So, moral of the story, get a podcast, promote your podcast on Facebook, and use AMP. Or not. I'm trying to tie that in, but it didn't really work very well. <laughs> All right, we better end there before I just ruin this whole episode. So, what else <laughs> have we got, I, Allison? I've talked about Club Penguin, so you can't get any worse than that. <laughs> Anything else on your mind? No, that's it. Okay. All right. Well, well <laughs> wow, Nathan was, was quick. Say, He's like, all right, let's wrap this up. <laughs> time to be done for the day. <laughs> let's just wrap this up. All right, we're done. So thanks for listening, everybody. Spin Radio is brought to you by SpinWeb. We're on the web at spinweb.net. Uh, we are a digital agency, so give us a shout if you need any help. Uh, you can reach us at radio at spinweb.net for comments or feedback. 
And thanks for joining us this week. We will see you next time. Thanks, Allison. Hope Thank you. Feel you. Oh, thanks. <laughs>